0: You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hello everyone, this is Connie and welcome to today's episode of Awaken Radio. It is so beautiful to be here with you as always. And I'm super excited about today's conversation. I feel like... The conversation today is going to be really supportive for a lot of you in uh, in a few different ways. First of all, to support you to get your head around this concept of the law of attraction, which is something that many of you have heard of but perhaps don't quite have a firm grasp on, don't fully understand, and maybe have no idea how to actually start applying some of these principles. So I wanted to open up a conversation with this, and I'm going to be speaking with the incredible Belinda Anderson about this, and now we're going to be having a really beautiful, in-depth, and practical conversation. Now, for those of you who don't know Belinda, she's a certified transformational life coach and she provides her clients with a safe space to explore who they really are, a space where they discover, connect and immerse with their true self. Belinda empowers women who have lost a sense of themselves to discover how to live their truest, happiest, healthiest and most fulfilling life. Working with Belinda is not about achieving external goals. However, you will experience a shift within that deepens your desire to work towards them. Belinda has the ability to take you on an inner journey where you will begin to peel back the layers and let go of any limiting belief stories. Belinda's the author of Living from the Inside Out, a guide to healing and transforming your life from within. And she's also a Pilates and meditation teacher and a proud mama and her, her work, her website, Living From The Inside Out is just beautiful and such a gorgeous resource for any of you who are on this journey of inner transformation. So make sure you pop on over and check out her work. So Belinda, thank you so much for being here with me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Connie. This is an absolute honour to be able to share my energy with your beautiful energy and all your amazing listeners. So thank you truly for having me.
0: Oh, my pleasure. I think we both found when we came across each other's work that we felt a resonance with each other, that on some level we were kind of speaking the same language, although in different ways. So I think this will be a really beautiful dynamic between, uh, between us today, I hope.
1: And that's perfect. That That's exactly how I feel as well. I feel such a strong connection with you because we do have the same message. Mm. However, we relay it and we speak it in a different language. So mm. that is really beautiful that both of us can come together and share our message in our own language. Mm. Love it. And that's what I love about these conversations
0: because you get these two different perspectives on the same topic. So um, I know you have experienced a lot through your life um, the application of the law of attraction and you've experienced shifts and changes and amazing manifestations in your world as a result of living these principles And, and you obviously now teach them as well in your work. But I'd love to give our audience a little bit of a background insight into your journey and perhaps... Um, what this journey has been for you of this, your own transformation and uh, coming into the teachings of the law of attraction and actually applying that to your own life?
1: Well, I guess for me, as all of us do, we all have a story to tell. And for me, I used to hold on to my story and it used to be fear-based and it used to hold me back. Although I've always been a high achiever and done fantastic things in my life, I always felt blocked stuck that I just really wasn't breaking through and living and being who I authentically am so for me it was standing up and owning my story it was looking back and saying you know what my story has empowered me it has made me who I am it is I just really got to that place of owning my story as opposed to coming from a place of victim mentality which I think I had for a very long time there was a lot of hurt within me that I just hadn't dealt um, dealt with so it was a real inner journey for me it was a lot of inner work and that continues it was learning all about forgiveness it was just really stepping into my own journey and choosing to make it what I wanted it to be and for me the big moment for me was when I became a mother so that's 12 years ago now so that was a huge awakening moment for me it was when my consciousness really rose to a whole new level it was when I started to think different when I started to feel differently and I think it was because I had such a strong unconditional love within me that it just started to radiate from me. It started to awaken me to so many new things. It started me on a learning journey of wanting to learn more and be more and discover more. And that's how the whole law of attraction entered my life. Mm
0: -hmm. That's really beautiful, the experience of being a mum because I feel like there's catalysts for everyone in different ways and some people have those experiences where they're like you know I hit rock bottom and the world crumbled around me and other people step into motherhood and then something really shifts how did you then start to get get onto these teachings and and understanding them where did that journey kind of begin for you?
1: Well, I guess for a long time, like my background is in health retreats and I've always loved yoga and meditation and positive thinking. I've always loved those things. But if I'm going to really be honest here, I used to read the books and I used to look at all those spiritual people on a, on a journey and I was surrounded by them at health retreats and I wanted that and I thought that I had that. But, again, being honest to myself and looking back, which was pre-children, looking back, it was I intellectually knew all of those things but I wasn't tru- truly and utterly living and breathing them mm-hmm. and that is the big difference and that's what I see now with people around me. We can read all the books and we can go to all the seminars and we can have all the coaching that we want and intellectually we can fill ourselves up with all of that knowledge But the key is to implement and the key is to believe and the key is to feel. And that is how it happened for me once I became a mother and not initially, it didn't just snap and happen. I just felt differently within when I became a mother. And I think the reason for that was because I had experienced something that I had never really experienced before, that real true deep connection of family family. And that real, true, unconditional love, it was so real, it was so organic and it was so authentic. So that love within me was just inspiring me to learn and be more and that's over time all of those different things entered my life and although I may have been doing a lot of those things, I wasn't really authentically living them Mm -hmm. and it was over time that I realised that just saying the words and just thinking the occasional thought and just doing a little daily action, or well, not even a daily action, just maybe trying, oh, okay, but it's like thinking that you go to the gym once and you get a new body. It really just doesn't mm-hmm. work like that. So, again, it's still a journey for me. I'm still a work in pro, um, progress. I am still waking up every day and open to learning new things and seeing things in a different perspective but I keep coming back, yes, to that law of attraction. So understanding that the law of attraction is in constant effect all the time. And for me it's just understanding that I'm really at a point now that I'm focusing on the beautiful things that I do want in my life as opposed to getting caught up in The past or the future or my story. So I'm a real big believer in focusing on what I do want to create in my life. Mm.
0: I love what you were sharing about the difference between knowing something and living and embodying something. And this is a beautiful little introduction into the law of attraction. And we're going to dive into it because when you start to understand that the law of attraction is about energy and feelings and Um, and your embodiment of this stuff versus your intellectual knowing, I feel like that's when you can really start to harness the power of the law of attraction because it's your energy that is creating your world and affecting what's coming into your world as well. So can we dive a little deeper into that about these kind of principles of the law
1: of attraction and how it actually works? Well, coming back to the law of attraction again, for some people it's like the law of what? You know, they're not mm-hmm. quite at that point yet. So I I also describe it as things like like attracts like, what, what you focus on is what you create, what you think you become, change your thoughts, change your world, uh, the law of asking and receiving, what goes out always comes back, what you focus on expands, all those type of things. So it's just finding the language that resonates with you. So the way I describe it in in basic metaphysical terms is we attract those things that we think of the most, wanted or unwanted. So understanding that like attracts like and positive and negative thinking bring about positive and negative results respectively. And to come back to that energy of what we just spoke about, to really get your head around it again in basic terms, this is how I like to describe it. Human beings, rocks, plants, animals, absolutely everything in this universe's energy. And according to quantum physics, the energy within something determines its vibration. So understanding that every thought we have in every moment has a frequency. So it's important that we think good thoughts because what you're thinking is broadcasting a Frequency out into the universe, and you're going to match up a similar vibration, and that's going to return to you. So, the quality of your thoughts is what attracts your experiences to you. And again, breaking that down, I try and allow people to see how this whole and how we are made of energy, how we are human beings, but we're actually made of energy. And the best way to describe that is human beings are made from tissues and organs. And what are tissues and organs made of? Cells. And what are cells made of? Molecules. And what are molecules made of? Atoms. And what are atoms made of? Subatomic particles. And lastly, what are subatomic particles? They're energy. So if we break that down without going through a science lecture, we just see that when you break it all down, everything is energy and it's not something that we have just created it is something that has been around forever but i i would probably say when the secret came out was when it really became accepted by the masses would you agree that with that was, when, when
0: that movie came out that was groundbreaking and a lot of people are very skeptical about it which i understand and it was definitely mainstreamed a little, you know, to target people who were interested in trying to manifest new cars and more money, etc. But But I, I came across that first when it came out. My mum was part of a network marketing company and they sent her a copy of the DVD when it was very first released, I think even before it was in Australia. And I watched it like five times and I was fascinated. And I think the beautiful thing about it is, similarly to you, it, it starts to break this concept down into really simple, easy to understand concepts. And I love the connection you're talking about there between our mind and our energy because the way I understand it, and very similarly to how you've explained it, is that the thoughts that I'm thinking determine and affect the energy I'm feeling within my body. So my thoughts are are creating emotions and, and emotion is just energy in motion. So it's these feelings that I'm carrying within my body. And then I like to almost use a visual and imagine myself, as you said, like radiating a signal. So there's almost this... Aura of energy coming out from me that, that at one point I might be vibrating at sadness and depression or I might be kind of in the energy of joy and happiness. And depending on that, I'm emanating that energy from me. And as you've said with like attracts like, that will determine um, the the energy in the world that I line up with that matches me. So people who are also in a state of joy or opportunities that help me feel more joy. And for me, look, the the secret really helped me grasp that. Do you use a similar type of connection between thoughts and emotions like that?
1: Definitely. Our thoughts create our feelings and mm-hmm. it's our feelings that create, it's our feelings that, that, that is the energy. And what you just said then was so beautiful as well. I have all the time people say to me I'm finding people are falling out of my life as I travel this inner journey and as I travel my spiritual journey things are looking a little messy people are falling out of my life and it's because we are changing our energy we are change, we are no longer can, our energy is no longer in line or aligned with people that were once part of our Life and I, I can see that myself. I have, and it's not what's right and what's wrong, it's just what's happening with our energy. I have found that I have had, and it's family and it's friends, I have had certain people fall away from my life because our energy is no longer aligned. What that has done is created space for new people who are aligned with my energy and that that was really hard that was a really difficult thing for me to grasp and it it didn't it did sadden me initially but when i started to get my head around you know like birds of a feather flock together mm-hmm. and just how our energy attracts other like energy i was realizing that all it was was a shift in energy that was that was happening so you know coming back to the concept of the thoughts thought negative thoughts create a low vibrational frequency and positive thoughts create a high vibrational frequency and every minute we are all transmitting energy so for me understanding that the lowest frequencies are produced by emotions such as unhappiness and depression negativity and anger at the world and the middle frequency I guess you could describe it as being on autopilot where you just keep doing and creating the same old thing and the highest frequency is happiness. You are in the flow of life and this is where you begin to attract and manifest what your heart desires. This is circumstances, situations and particular people in your life. So learning that was a big stepping stone for me as well. I think that's really comforting what you've
0: shared. I know a lot of people are going through really big changes and for them to remember that anything that's leaving their life, as you said, it's comforting to know it's because you are accelerating, you are raising your vibration, you're shifting within yourself. And um, it's actually as hard and scary as it is, it's a beautiful bit of uh, evidence to show how much you've changed to when you start to see things leave your life that were maybe built on an old and lower energy in the past. Um, what I want to dive into with you because you touched on it a bit and I, I find it um, really fascinating is, the, is so we're talking about thoughts, right, and and the power of our thoughts on our feelings and our energy, and this is where I think People get a little tripped up with affirmations, for example, because you can easily recite an affirmation or uh, try to install some new belief system, but feel a completely different energy because you don't believe it. So you might sort of say, I'm abundant, I'm abundant, I'm abundant, and underneath it you just feel lack, right? So I'm really, you know, from a practical perspective, kind of supporting people with this stuff I really like to take the approach that um, if you can use your, your mind to support you to feel those feelings, great. But I would actually say it's, it's what you're feeling that's more important than just maybe reciting some affirmations that don't make you feel anything. What's been your kind of practice around that or how you support
1: people with that? I agree with you totally with that, Connie. I hear it all the time. Um, Affirmations don't work. They don't work. You know, I hear it constantly. And at the moment with the Mind Cleanse program that I'm having at the moment, that's a big thing that I'm getting, that they're really struggling with affirmations because people believe. And I think as much as I love The Secret, I think that was a concept that people really didn't get their head around. They believed that if they said something, it would just appear. Yes. So that was my, you know, people watch The Secret and say to me, oh, but I'm saying all the right things but nothing's showing up. I'm not manifesting anything. And the reason is is because you don't believe it. Mm -hmm. It's got to be your dominant beliefs. It can't be just these words that you speak. You have to feel it. You have to believe it to create it. And if you don't really, and initially you won't believe it because Mm -hmm. you'll think, well, you know, my life's a little bit messy right now and I'm telling myself how beautiful and amazing life is. So initially you will feel awkward and you may feel a little ridiculous, but it's important to find an affirmation that resonates with you, that makes sense for you, and it's about repetition. It is about saying things until you do believe them until you do feel them to be true for you and that won't happen in a 24-hour period you have to stay with it you have to these and understanding that the subconscious doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is not so you can fill it up with stories of fear that aren't true that are all an illusion or you can fill it up with things that may not have happened or are happening in your life right now but if you stick with it and you continue with your affirmations and you continue to create that feeling you will begin to manifest it one thing I find that when affirmations are really powerful for me is when I'm relaxed it's not and it's when I'm in meditation so Again, that's with the whole visualization as well. I find the initial thing for me is meditation, so just connecting within, slowing everything down, letting the outside world drop away, and then introducing my affirmations and then introducing my visualizations. Especially to begin with, if you're new to affirmations, I would definitely say to get yourself in a relaxed state as you say them.
0: I love that and I'm so glad you shared that because particularly with things like The Secret and people create their vision boards and their affirmations and everything they want to create, I I think there's like a tendency to want to get in a really amped up state like, I've got to raise my vibration and I've got to be excited and buzzing and, and I agree with you. I actually feel that real calm energy particularly when you're in a state almost of knowing, like just knowing it's done versus trying to push it excitedly to be done. I feel, I agree with you though, the ability to slow down and be calm and come into an inner space of balance and connected with connectedness with yourself, that's when I play around with visualization and that's when I play around same with you with affirmations and maybe some new desires I want to create um I think that's and would you agree as well um you know meditation could be a a tool but even people doing things like maybe being out in nature and kind of walking and and playing around with with stuff then versus trying to sit in a room and amp themselves up into a positive state
1: (laughs) yes because Again, people, we all get caught up in the overthinking and the overanalyzing and the logic mind and we think, okay, I don't have 20 minutes to sit in the lotus position in a temple and meditate. You can meditate when you're out walking. You can meditate when you're gardening. You can meditate when you're exercising. Meditation is basically just the art of focusing on one thing. So if you're walking out in nature and you're just focusing on your breath and the sights around you and saying your affirmations, you're in a relaxed state. You're connecting to the divine. You're feeling that, you know, warm and fuzzy feeling within. So there's no right or wrong. And I think as we progress in our journey, we start to understand that. We start to understand that there is no right or wrong. It is coming back to what feels right for you.
0: Yeah, and letting your feelings be your guide. So if someone else, you know, is excellent at using vision boards and meditating in lotus position, you know, if that feels good to them, beautiful, and if it feels good to you to just walk slowly in nature and repeat some affirmations gently to yourself or just say, you know, I love and accept myself and all is well, if that's all that feels good to you right now, then reach for that. This reminds me of the concept of following your bliss, which Joseph Campbell teaches. And I follow the teachings of Abraham Hicks, which I'm guessing you probably do as well. They teach a lot about uh, energy, vibration, law of attraction. And if people want to know more about this, I recommend they check them out. But their teachings is almost, if sort of focusing on this new future or relationship or career you want to create actually kind of makes you feel a bit tense and forced and anxious, then just reach for what feels good right now. Follow your bliss. And if right now your bliss is having a hot bath, if right now your bliss is just going to play with your puppy dog, if right now your bliss is just hanging out with your husband, follow that because it's when you're in the state of bliss that you're radiating that signal. You don't even actually have to be trying to manifest. Do you agree with that?
1: Entirely. Because I believe as well what we get caught up with is controlling and forcing, yes. which is <laughs> a repelling energy. Yes. It repels. It it's tells you fear. It's fear. Yes. yes. So it's saying, okay, you're really coming from a place of fear right now. You're trying to control the outcome and you're trying to force so you repel you repel that's your energy you're repelling what you actually want. So when you come from a place of bliss and a place of calm and this is a really huge thing for us all to grasp because we want it and we want it now. Mm-hmm. You know, and we've all come from that place. But when you let that go and you are confident and you are you know that what is coming to you it may not necessarily be what you want but I can pretty much guarantee it's exactly what you need. So just being open and trusting and coming from that place of love and believing that what is entering your life is in the most perfect divine timing. It is all unfolding just as it should instead of being so wrapped up in that fear base. So the big key, I guess, is not becoming attached to the things that you want But when you, because when you let go and relax and allow, the good things really begin to manifest.
0: And it's meant to be easy and it's meant to be effortless and I, there's a beautiful sense of trust, I think, when you can let go. Something that I've had to practice, and then I wonder if this is something you've taken on board as well, which I'm sure you probably have, is I've almost had to completely let go of, the form, so the shape or form that I think something's going to come in, definitely the timing of when I think it's going to come, and you know, if we, you know, would even draw on the teachings of Danielle Laporte, who teaches a lot about feelings and and the feeling you want to experience. My manifestation process at the moment is, you know, I'm, I'm about to move house and I'm working on relationships and business how do I want that to feel and can I start feeling that way now? And whatever apartment comes my way, whatever relationship comes my way, whatever he looks like, it's kind of irrelevant as long as it feels how I want it to feel,
1: yeah? Exactly. And it it keeps coming back to those feelings that because if we want a particular thing and we want it to form a particular way and we want it to come in a particular time, we may miss out on things that we actually really we may miss out on something far greater and coming back as well to that whole feelings you know when i when i i believe that our egos are incredibly good at focusing on uh outcomes expectation ambition striving competition Mm -hmm. always wanting more and i think that we get carried away with making goals and I bel- I personally believe that we put far too much focus and emphasis on the future and in doing so, I think we be- we've become regimented and we tend to ignore and neglect what's in our moment right now, the present moment, which is the moment, you know, we only is the moment we truly have any power over. So we miss out on the here and now and time passes us by because we're too consumed with waiting for that big five-year plan to come around. Um, For me, the more study and research and practical work that I have done and personal experience I've had, I realise the significance of taking in the now by seizing the moment, what feels right now. I feel that this really allows us to relish and prosper in the present moment rather than hovering around waiting for the future to present us with this huge big master plan. Mm-hmm. But coming back to goals, they still they're very important to have as they give us clarity and something to aim for and they keep us focused on, on on track. But is it really the goal that you are chasing or is it a feeling? Is it a feeling of being happy? Is it the feeling of being loved? Is it the feeling of being admired and noticed? Is it the feeling of being successful? I truly believe if we take care of the now and we tap into our feelings now, all those beautiful dreams and goals that you have for your future will naturally, absolutely, authentically, naturally begin to unfold and appear. My journey started 15 months ago with living from the inside out, and I have just allowed things to enter my life I have just I haven't forced or controlled anything I yes it's good to have a vision and it's good to feel you know what you want to do but just stepping back and just going you know what I believe if I'm listening to my heart if I'm following my passion the universe will conspire and make what's meant to happen happen And what you've said about tending
0: to the now, looking after the now is absolutely spot on because your now is creating your future. Your now is creating the next moment and the next moment. So exactly what you're saying when we're in this space of striving, we're we're currently feeling lack. We're feeling my desire isn't here. I'm unhappy. Something's wrong. Something's missing. And as you embody that feeling now, your future is infused with that. And I love what you shared because your practice of just tending to the now, how am I feeling now? Am I feeling happy, fulfilled, at peace? And if not, how can I support myself to feel that way? And then you can let go because you know right now I'm emanating the feelings of how I want to feel and of how I want my future to feel. And so I can just let go and flow and trust that anything
1: that's going to come to me is going to match that perfect coming back to understanding that you are a molecular structure that's vibrating energy so that energy is positive when your thoughts and feelings are positive and it's negative when your feelings are negative and your thoughts are negative so again our energy is just like a magnet it attracts the same energy therefore if your energy is negative if your energy is fear, is if it's lack or scarcity, you're going to attract more of that because that's what you focus on and what you focus on expands. So the key is to coming back to the moment, to the present moment, feeling, tapping into your feelings. How do I want to feel? And focusing on what you do want as opposed to what you don't want.
0: That's a beautiful distinction. I know you mentioned that right at the start, and and let's just dive into that a little bit. I think sometimes people think they are focusing on what they want, but they don't realize they're actually focusing on what they don't want. And what you don't want is is beautiful. Uh, gives you beautiful clarity about what you do want instead. And and I um, there's a guy named Michael Lozier who's from Canada who teaches the Law of Attraction, and he has this beautiful tool which maybe um, is something can people can apply is if you're really clear what you don't want, say you're in a job that like you hate and uh, he's like, draw two columns on a page and in one column, write this is what I don't want. And you write out everything about your job that you dislike. And then you, on the other side, it's what you do want. And you look for the opposite of that. Cause sometimes people are like, Oh, I don't know what I want, but, but knowing what you don't want helps give you clarity about what you do want. So what's kind of your practice around as I think that that's exactly what we need to do is focus on what we do want to create how do you kind of take your attention off something that you don't like or don't want it and make sure it's connected with what you do want
1: well, what I find amongst my clients they're very clear on knowing what they don't want and that's that's great being clear on what you don't want allows you it's great to be aware of what you don't want but it's you really want to be clear on what you do want. So, again, people will say things, oh, yeah, well, I don't want to be unhappy and I don't want to be in a bad job and I don't want to be in a toxic relationship. So they're really focusing on don't, 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 don't instead of, Uh, you know instead of just changing their language a little bit just and again that comes back to that subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's not that comes back to your affirmations where you've got to start with you've got to be saying them every day all the time to really start convincing yourself and focusing on what you do want so I guess most of us ask ourselves things like what what I say to my clients actually is. What can you ask yourself? A question you can say is, or ask yourself is, how can I get something to feel better? That's what most of us ask, sorry, most of us ask ourselves, how can I get something to feel better? Instead, we should be asking ourselves, how can I feel better and therefore be an energetic match for attracting more greatness into my life? So the emphasis must be placed on the internal. It must be not getting the luxurious house or the great relationship or the exuberant pay rise or the relationship. They will come if your feelings and thoughts regarding what you desire are in alignment. So in order to get what you want, you must first get into alignment with it. So you have to think it, you have to believe it and you have to feel it. The more you get into the feeling space with what you desire, the more you start to believe that it's really on its way. And from a metaphysical point of view, if you believe it, it's already there. Mm-hmm. Once you remove what's blocking it. So it's important to make time for thinking, feeling and believing because we can get so stuck on, you know, being in that place of what we don't want. And contrast is a really good thing because it shows us what we want it helps us get clear on what we want so again if your thoughts are taking you someplace else that you've and they are focusing on the negative just look at them from a different perspective look at them as to say well okay I'm really clear on knowing what I don't want and doing what you said with your two columns putting down one column what you don't want and then putting in that other column what you do want
0: Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, the power of our focus and I think, you know, why, why we're doing what we're doing. As you exactly said, we strive for goals because we think we need that thing outside of us to make us happy and both you and I focus on inner work and the reason that we do is because we know that, The world can't make you feel anything that you're not already feeling within you. You might get that job. You might get that relationship or pay rise and you're still going to feel empty and unsatisfied. And the the true journey of fulfillment is learning how to fill yourself up with those feelings. Uh, I just wrote a blog post on this today. And then you overflow into the world. That is where you find true happiness and that's where you can detach from people, stop putting pressure on them to make you feel how you want to feel, stop putting pressure on your job to be the source of your success, and and you learn how to become the source of that for yourself.
1: That's one of the biggest lessons I've learned, Connie. Uh, you know, I think we've all lived in a place of where we focus on the exterior. You know, we want to fit into those skinny jeans. We want to look great on the outside, and there's nothing wrong with looking great on the outside. That just shows that you have, you know, pride within yourself, but I have been both. I have focused on my external and I have focused on my internal and I can tell you which one feels better.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When I was so wrapped up in how everything looked on the outside, there was no substance within me. There was no real love. It was I was full of fear, to be honest. So I believe what you just said, when we focus on the inside, the outside takes care of itself, whether that's our appearance, whether that's our relationships, whether that's our financial situation, whether that's our relationships, all those things and it's like magic mm-hmm. you know it they all because you know you know if we're not happy within ourselves and we have no self-respect and we have no self-esteem and our energy is really low, we're going to attract exactly the same energies you know that is what we're going to get more of if we believe we're not worthy we're going to attract people who also believe that we're not worthy
0: absolutely and people wonder why they keep attracting that same guy or why life feels like a broken record or they never get the pay rise and they never get the promotion you know etc um i'd love to know what are some of your personal practices that support you to uh fill yourself up you know from the inside out um obviously meditation is one of them what really creates those feelings for you
1: well yeah lots of different things yoga meditation affirmations visualization being with my family turning all technology off Mm -hmm. um completely unplugging getting out in nature breathing conscious breathing it always brings me back music Just all those things that are uplifting surrounding myself with people that when I leave their presence their their energy has made me feel uplifted when I finish a conversation I want to feel uplifted and that was all a journey for me as well I remember I used to leave you know and maybe it was because I was giving it out as well you know Um, I remember being drained energetically and emotionally and from surrounding myself in certain circles. And now that I've stepped away from that, I've really understood more and more about energy. And for me, I, with my clients, I kind of put a six step process on how to apply the law of attraction. And, you know, without getting into it, in too much detail i'll just go through those six steps as basic yeah, okay. as i can so step one is understanding that the law of attraction is always working 100 percent of the time so all you have to do is ensure that you are co-creating with the universe and this means focusing internally to raise your vibration and all those things i just said they raise my vibration for you it could be exercise, it could be meditation, it could be yoga, it could be gardening, whatever it is, whatever makes you feel good will raise your vibration. Step two is getting clear on what you want. So clarity is the key when it comes to attracting and manifesting. We need to cultivate the feeling of having what we desire and then release our attachment to the outcome. And step three is If your desires aren't showing up and you're thinking, well, I'm saying all the right things and I'm, you know, you're obviously focusing more on the unwanted things and that's why they're beginning to show up. And this can be a real difficult concept initially, but if you keep reminding yourself that what you get is what you focus on, it will help you shift your thoughts from what you don't want to what you do want. So just pay attention of what is showing up in your life. Step four is you must think it, feel it, and believe it for it to show up. Again, coming back, it is the feelings that make manifestation come into form. It is the feelings that create. So always be aware of how you are feeling. Step five, coming back to your affirmations. Um, And I think we covered this before, but you can say as many affirmations as you like. You can... Put hundreds of vision boards all over your house. You can pin $100 notes all over your home. You can make all the wishes you like. But if you don't truly and utterly believe it and feel that those desires can become your reality, then energetically you're not going to attract them, nor will you be prepared to do the work or take the action that is needed. So you need to truly believe if you want to receive. And the last step, step six, is when you become a deliberate creator and you no longer vibrate energy of fear or disbelief, you begin to trust that the universe really does have your back. You begin to co-create with the universe and you begin to take on your role as a deliberate creator of your life and you allow it to be all that it can be and this happens when you practice steps one to five. Mm -hmm. So it's just those putting all of those in place and we have covered all them but do you, do you know what it all comes back to it comes back to our feelings
0: that's a beautiful process and I love that you shared that because it it's really really supportive for people and you know I if if people were going to take anything away from this as a starting point because I know my personal experience was when I first came across this work I just got um, really like a bit frenetic and I've got to do all this stuff and create this vision board and get stuff happening and manifest and manifest and play bigger. And it was like, oh, my God, it was overwhelming. And, and really I feel if we can just peel it back to remembering it's all about how you feel, as you just said, and it's all about the energy that you're radiating and just make your starting point be to feel good and to work with the practices you shared there with the intention of not trying to manipulate energy so you can manifest, just so you can feel good and this whole process is meant to be fun easy and effortless
1: yes coming back to what and that's exactly right coming back to and your feelings will guide you if something feels right it generally is if something doesn't feel right it's generally not so understanding and following and listening allowing your feelings to be your guide Absolutely.
0: Following that feeling moment by moment. I think that's really an incredible practice.
1: Most definitely. And what you were saying then, um, you know, with Abraham Hicks, that's, there's a fantastic book that understand, helps you understand more about your feelings and the emotional guidance system, ask and it's given, and that will help you grasp how important it actually is to always coming back to, okay, how do I feel about this right now and what can I do to make myself feel slightly better? And tiny little steps up that emotional guidance system can really lead to big, big changes.
0: Spot on. It's absolutely spot on. It's just that, that again, as you said before, bringing it into the now and just constantly checking in with yourself how am I feeling? What energy am I radiating right now? Okay, well that's not what I want to be radiating because that's going to bring me results that I don't want. Okay, how can I how can I support myself to move into a greater sense of peace or joy or play or laughter or gratitude, acceptance, um, passion, inspiration? And it's yeah. Wow, this has just been such an incredible conversation because I feel like we've been able to kind of peel back this big meaty topic of the law of attraction to something really delicate and simple and easy to apply moment by moment. So Belinda, your
1: guidance has been phenomenal. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been my absolute pleasure to, do, you know, dive a little deeper and but just to make it simple as well, just so people don't feel overwhelmed and they don't feel, well, that sounds too complicated for me and there's no possible way that I could implement that in my life. So, again, just doing what feels right for you. You don't have to do everything at once. It's just little steps every day, just little steps, and that is going to ultimately create really big beautiful magical changes in your life spot on now
0: before we wrap up i know you you do so many phenomenal things um through the work that you do with people and online i'm just wondering if you know you want to share with us anything you're working on anything that's coming up for you what can people expect for you over the coming months
1: Well, at the moment, um, you you know, we all all do detoxes and cleanses for our body. And what I found was, okay, you know, there's all these cleanses and detoxes out there, but what about detoxing our mind? So I created a 21-day mind cleanse program. We're in day 10 of that at the moment. And we have over 200 people from all over the world gathering together, supporting and encouraging one another. And it's been created to help people just shift their perception, change the way they think because ultimately when we change our thoughts, we change our life. It's been created for 21 days because, you know, that is the time basically, well, the minimum amount of time it takes you to form a new habit or break an old one. So this has been a really amazing program for me. It's, it is helping people shift their perception and outlook in life. It's helping them think more positively. It's learn, It's teaching them how to rewire their brain. It's creating new neural pathways. It's helping them hit the restart button on their mindset. And it's allowing them to access the power of their mind and quieten the negative thoughts So for me, this was huge. It was I want to help people override the previous conditioning and the programming and I want them just to really understand that, or understand the power of the mind. So this program is something I'm incredibly passionate about and I'm seeing results already in day 10 but I'm going to run that program again in about a month's time once this one's over. So that's, I mean, I have retreats, a retreat in Fiji coming up next year and all little things all coming together but um, my thing at the moment that I'm really focused on and what feels really great for me is my 21 day mind cleanse. Mm
0: -hmm. Well that's beautiful and and you know I completely agree with you on the power of cleansing and detoxing the mind you know it's it's one of the most powerful things you can do and it's it's beautiful, beautiful inner work. So thank you for sharing that with us and and I, I know you're making a massive impact on so many people through the message that you're sharing and through your own personal, personal journey. So I appreciate you taking the time to share that with my audience
1: today and uh, it's been incredible speaking to you. Thank you so much for having me, Connie. It's an absolute honor to speak with you and your audience and I truly hope to connect with you again soon. Me too. Have a beautiful day and uh, thank you to everyone
0: for tuning into today's episode of Awaken Radio. I hope you have had some beautiful realizations, aha moments and taken some practical tools from today's conversation and I look forward to chatting to you again in our next episode. See you guys. Bye.